911, what's the nature of your emergency? Walton, and this morning I am joined with my good friend Samantha Williams. Samantha, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good too. Thank you. Now, Samantha, you are a mother of two boys who are under two years old. Yes. I applaud you for that. I, I couldn't imagine what that's like. So that that's certainly something that takes a strong individual. Um, I'm not a parent myself, so that that's super cool. I see pictures that you post online, and they're so so adorable. Thank um, you. You're also a police wife, a travel agent, a fertility advocate, and then a violent crime survivor. So I thought that in today's episode, we might be able to dive into travel because I know as the wife of a police officer, and as you've shared with me, it's, it's really difficult in order for us to sometimes carve out that time and allow ourselves the grace to be able to do that. So I just want to know if you can maybe take us through some of the tips and tricks that you have as the wife of a police officer to really encourage people and explain why it's so important. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, We often always just focus on the stress that our husbands go through without really thinking about the stress that we take on. And there's really no better way to calm that stress than just being alone with the person that you love or the people that you love, your kids, your husband, your family. And just getting away from all the things that maybe trigger your daily anxiety, your stress, whatever it is. And um, that's why I think travel is really important. I think some of the biggest tips are just disconnect. um, Stay with the people that you love and just focus on them. Um, I know that there's a lot of scare going around right now with the health. But some people already had travel booked. And so it's, it's kind of a fine line. Where do you take, how do you take care of your family? And um, I think that that kind of just lies with sticking with plans. I think we're all pretty good at uh, going with the flow. Um, we have to be in the type of job that our husbands or spouses have. And I think travel needs to be a little more regimented, knowing exactly where you're going, what you're doing, and um, kind of an exit plan in case things like the virus that is going around now happens. So that's kind of where your travel agents that's what we're here for. Um, your travel advisors, we kind of know, okay, you know what, this isn't going to work. How do we get them out of the contract they've already signed? Um, where can we redirect them to go instead of where they had picked? So there's a lot of moving parts to travel. Yeah. And, and Samantha, are you able to share some advice for people who might either want to travel or might be in that predicament of, do I cancel my trip now? Because I know the president's thinking that the coronavirus is going to only get worse and then last perhaps throughout June. So what advice would you give? Most of my clients, I'm telling them, let's just push it forward to later in the year. I know that it's awful and maybe you already had time off, but surely people will understand and it's just not worth being stuck somewhere and not being able to get back. Um, Unless you're just going, you know, down the road in the state, if you're driving, it's a lot different of a story, but if you're flying, I would say push it off if you can until later in the year. Um, and thankfully, most suppliers mostly, you know, if you're going to, to one of the theme parks or to a, a, a state monument, you know, there are things that we can do to make that possible without you losing money, without you 
losing any of your deposit. So I would say it's just not worth it and just wait so you're not stuck somewhere. Sure. Um, can I just ask, what is the, the best place or your most favorite place to travel? I have loved traveling to Italy. Um, we've been all over the world, and I just think that the, the culture, the food, it all just, it is what you imagine and see growing up in the movies. And as a history buff, there was just so much to see and so much to do. Um, but for those who like the States, I'm I'm a Disney World fan. I grew up dancing there in the summers. Um, it just has a piece of my heart, and I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably always go back to that. Mm, I love that. Is there any particular, um, I guess, style of travel that you would recommend for an individual couple versus a family? Yeah, I mean, my husband and I have done it all um, with and without kids, and I think that, you know, you just have to know what is important to you. Um, do you want to be leisurely? Do you want to constantly be on the go? Do you want to go see historical landmarks? Is food important? You just have to know what works best for both of you and just take the time to do that. Um, because anything that you do with or without kids can be modified to do with just a spouse. So my husband and I went to Disney World without our kids before we had kids and had the best time. So, I mean, you can make the most of anywhere. That's beautiful. And I know that Clint and I, we, we are fortunate enough to be able to also travel the world, but when we speak to people or even invite people along with us, one of the, the biggest pushbacks that we get is um, financially. What advice do you give to people who maybe want to travel but can't afford it? Um, most of the time you can, you just don't realize you can. Um, most of the suppliers that I use as an agent take deposits and you can pay on that trip up until you leave. Um, so I think that that's important. You know, you might not be able to take a whole chunk all at once, but you can take some out of each paycheck. And you just have to know what your budget is and convey that clearly to whomever you use and say, hey, this is my budget. I need to stick to it. And they should be able to find most anything for you. Yeah, that's awesome. And when it comes to traveling and somebody, I, I know that a lot of people, it's, it's out of sight out of mind. It's not something that they even consider being able to do. And we've talked to a lot of people who go on their first trips, especially internationally. And it's like this Pandora's box that's been open and it's this whole new world for them. So if somebody maybe isn't that much of an advocate for traveling, but they've always thought about it or they've created that bucket list for themselves, what advice would you give to them for maybe researching or seeing what is a good fit for them? Yeah, I mean, I would just start with, I mean, it, this sounds funny, but I love the sound of music. It's um, been a big part of my childhood. I, I don't know why. I just always kind of felt a connection to it. So my husband and I went to Austria and Germany on our honeymoon. But we did a lot of research first. What is there to do? What is there to see? Um, and that can just be an easy Google search and saying, you know, the top sites and then inputting wherever you want to go and seeing if that matches up with something you're even interested in. Um, you know, there's hiking and sightseeing everywhere. There's shopping and eating everywhere. But does that line up with the things that you find interesting? Um, you don't want to be going to an African country and hate African food because that's 
it's, you're not going to have a good time. Mm -hmm. So just kind of, you know, even a quick Google search will tell you pretty much all you need to know pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious because you made mention of like the African food and how some people might not like it. I know when we went to Morocco um, this time last year, we just got tired of the food because it's the same food throughout. Yeah. Have you ever traveled somewhere where you maybe wouldn't go back? Um, I, I think I'd be hard pressed to say that. Um, I've been fortunate enough to go places that I just absolutely love and I would go back because there was so much to see and I didn't have enough time. But I can see where, you know, you've seen something, you're done. Um, and that's fine. I mean, that's, it's marked off your list. It's a stamp on your passport or it's a photo on your Facebook and you've been and you've done it and you spent time with the people that you love. So I really don't feel like there's a bad place to go in that regard. Yeah. And when um, I was reading through your pre-interview questions, you made mention of the fact that it's important for you to try to find discounts for first responders or even military service members, I would imagine. Yes. If somebody were to hear this and as you listen to this, maybe you're now thinking about maybe using that tax return money or saving up to do something for later on in the year or next year. Samantha, what is the process to be able to get that ball rolling? Um, I reach out to a travel advisor and say, you know, this is my budget. Where can I go? Here's what I like. Um, here's some things that maybe I do want to see. And they'll be able to tell you, hey, yeah, that's definitely within reach. Or let's try this instead. Um, maybe somewhere you've never even thought about. And I, that, that's our job. That, that is something we do day in and day out. And it's really fun to match people and their personalities with, with travel. Um, you know, I'm not going to send somebody who's not very adventurous overseas if they've never traveled before. Um, there's so much to see and do in America that they haven't seen. So let's try that first. You know, you just have to kind of know your clientele and you have to know yourself and be honest with yourself about what you, what you like. Yeah. And I, I just have a challenge question for you with how sure. well versed you are and how well traveled you guys Oh no. <laughs> what, what is the best place, like top of your list that you've ever traveled and, and what was, what was that story like? So, I, I think seeing Neuschwanstein Castle in Germany was probably at the top of my list. Um, it is like the Disney Cinderella Castle, and we've seen it all in pictures. I did not know what it was called before I traveled. I did not know what it was at all, and I was looking through tours and things to do, and I said, oh, that's fun. That's a hike. My husband will really like that. And we get there and I'm like, I know this place. I've seen it. And just to be like a tiny little ant outside of this massive, long history was just absolutely amazing. That was probably at the top of my list. Just turning the corner and seeing that massive castle there. It was really cool. That's awesome. Samantha, if someone does want a travel agent, are they able to connect with you directly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, probably the best way to reach out to me is via email. And I know you said you would put that in the, the notes. Um, but it's pretty easy to find me. S. Williams, just like it sounds, at MagicalDestinationsTravel.com. It's a mouthful, but I'm there. Beautiful, beautiful. 
So I'm going to publish this. And if, as you listen to this, this has sparked any interest, if there is one piece of advice that I think I could also share with, with Samantha, it's there is so much to be said about opening up your, your opportunities in your world by getting out of your comfort zone and creating that pattern interrupt. And there's no better way to do that than to travel. And it doesn't always have to be super expensive. I mean, it's, it's hard to say, but right now, everything happening in the world, it's actually a great time to take advantage of the travel benefits that are available. Yeah. And um, of course, doing due diligence and keeping it safe. But even, even if you book right now, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to travel right now. And I know for me personally, I have never... I've never had any element of life that has allowed me to grow in the immense amounts that I have by being able to diversify and implement myself within other cultures. And it's really a humbling experience when we're able to do that and we're out as Americans, when we're able to just see the, the lifestyles and the way that other people live. So Samantha, I'm so, so honored for you to have come on and share time with me this morning. And as you listen to this, in our next episode, I'm bringing Samantha back on, and she's going to share with us a little bit of experience that she has as a violent crime survivor. So, Samantha, thank you again, and I will talk okay, to you later. Thanks. All right. Thank you.